Thrivers. Welcome to Thriving Purposefully with Jocelyn. Today I have two really good friends with me. I have Shantae Gold, BCBA certified in nutrition, health, mindset, and hormones, as well as metabolism. And she is the CEO of The Path to Gold a badass trailblazer helping women feel confident in their skin and building a healthy relationship with food in a way that's simple and takes the guessing out of reaching goals. And my other dear friend, Denise Vo, is a lead assistant coach with The Path to Goals, BCBA, certified in nutrition, sleep, stress, recovery, and personal training. A superwoman who is passionate with helping women dig deep into their values so that they can have a clear guiding compass to self-discovery and confidence. By doing this, they are able to live a meaningful life while overcoming challenges that once felt like it was impossible to achieve, whether it be their mindset, their habits, nutrition, or strength training. She's all about the hard things and getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Welcome to Thriving Purposefully. I'm so thrilled Yay. that you're both here. Yay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for that us. intro. Absolutely. I like have been looking forward to this day for a few weeks now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Same I've been here. looking forward to the podcast. Yeah. My first one. Your first one? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> extra <know>. special. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay what i was envisioning a podcast is like literally we're just sitting chatting yeah and like go for it. going for it and asking questions and hanging out but i guess like what did you want to talk about yeah well i wanted to be like a completely open book yeah. and just like whatever comes yeah <laughs> i don't know so we do have a list of questions so why don't we start there i'm gonna not look at them. Pick one out. Okay. First, ooh. So, what's a piece of advice or wisdom you'd offer to your younger self? This one's really good. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Denise. <laughs> I think just to continue to like stay curious and have fun. Mm -hmm. I talk so much with our clients that it's so easy when we grow up, we get into our own heads. Yes. Like we're always constantly thinking about what the other person's going to think. But if you look at a kid, they are just not thinking about anything. Like, they're mm -hmm. doing them. They don't have any, like, preconceptions about, like, what food is supposed to be, what their body looks like. And they're just having the most fun. And so I think that's, like, such a good reminder for me to be, like, just have fun with things. Like, mm -hmm. just be fun. Just be curious. Just be a kid. And so if I could keep reminding myself as a kid yeah. to continue to do so, that would be so much fun. Absolutely. I love that. I think mine would be very similar to um, always be playful. I think somewhere along the line of growing up, we lose that sense of playfulness. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it would be to continue to um, incorporate that fun aspect, that playful, that lightness, um, because I think that that totally changes um the mindset of when you make mistakes right because if you're being playful it's just part of playing a game you know you slip I'm, I'm thinking of baseball I'm not very coordinated and yeah. so I once played like pickup baseball if that's a like 
I don't know if that's the term, but went to the park and we just started playing softball actually with a group of people. And I was like slipping and sliding because I don't, I'm not the coordinated person. That's why I do strength training <laughs> and why I run. And even still, I've fallen and like messed up my knees from running. Um, <laughs> so, but being able to look at that and say like, oh, it's just part of the game, you know, just pick yourself back up and keep playing. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the advice I would give my younger self. How yeah. about you, Shantae? I mean, that's a good one. Uh, we tell our clients, or I wouldn't say tell them, but we wish that clients wouldn't take um, all of this stuff so seriously. Like part of health and nutrition and changing your lifestyle. Yes, there's a serious component to it. Obviously, you know, there's risks associated to not taking your health seriously, Absolutely. but at the same time, you got to laugh at yourself sometimes, mm-hmm. joke yeah. around, have fun with it. It's yes. not supposed to be so serious all the time. So cutthroat. Yeah, so cutthroat and so nerve-wracking and yeah. not wanting to mess up. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so we really try to bring a fun element to uh, the lifestyle, you know, changes that we're trying to create um, and encourage them to, you know, just have fun with it mm-hmm. and not take everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were to tell my younger self something, it would be, can we cuss on this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. we <laughs> um, Stop giving a fuck what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always, like, one of my childhood fears is always fearing that people think I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. And that has, like, carried over into my, uh, uh, not at this point, like, I don't, have that fear but it's more so because i think i've like proven myself over and over again that i'm not stupid (laughs) um but i still um care a lot about what people think of me Mm -hmm. um i don't allow that to stop me from doing anything but it still ruminates in my mind and i think that has a lot to do with um just my upbringing you know in high school and middle school wanting to be liked wanting to be accepted wanting um, to be included and um, caring too much about you know what my peers think about me Um, so yeah I would probably tell my younger self to you know let those thoughts go and to just be who you want to be because you know for those first formative years I was trying to fit in and be you know part of the group and part of what everybody else wanted to be and Mm -hmm. I just want to be liked and accepted. So, you know, when you break away from that, you can really create your own identity. Absolutely. Just yeah. embrace who you are. And- mm-hmm. You have to find who you are first mm-hmm. and exactly. then embrace that. Yes. Um, but a lot of people are just afraid to to find who they actually are. And, you know, like you said, embrace all of that. Yeah. That That's to- so important, though, because you mentioned that you had to prove to yourself over and over again that you're not stupid mm-hmm. by doing the thing yes. that would make you feel stupid. Like mm-hmm. You have to do the thing that you think would make you feel stupid yeah. and then it works out and you're like, oh, that was actually all good and it doesn't matter what other mm-hmm. people think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think where the at least the women we work with, there is still that struggle there because mm-hmm. they'll think it and not act upon it. And so mm-hmm. when you don't act upon it, you're already feeling because like, you know, that happens to all of us. Yes. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel like it's hard to fit in. We feel dumb. And until you just take that one action, you won't really know. Like mm-hmm. you'll just be in that feeling. So then you don't take action. You start to believe it. Yeah. Like, well, I guess this is true. Like, yeah. Just and then that becomes your identity. Mm-hmm. And that happens subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then you look around and you're like, oh, well, it's right that I'm stupid because look at my surrounding. Right. Instead of taking the action, leaning into that uncomfortability because it's not comfortable. Mm-mm. It yeah. feels unfamiliar. Yeah. But then as a result, you start to see like, wait a minute, like stupid people can't start their yeah. own businesses, you know? <laughs> I mean, they can. <laughs> I mean, they could, but they wouldn't be as successful as you are. Yeah. <laughs> I should Sometimes say as successful people get away with business. shit. They're like <laughs> smart in certain areas and then dumb in other areas. Yeah. It's okay. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. There's this quote no. that says like, don't be afraid to do the thing because there's Someone out there who's not as like qualified as you yeah. or smart as you already doing yes. it. Yeah. They just did it. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have that thought that was like, oh, well, I'm not yeah. qualified or I've never done that. You know, it was limiting beliefs. They didn't have that because yeah. not everyone does. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when something matters or is really important to us, that's like when those thoughts start to creep in yeah. because we want to do such a good job. Yeah. Whereas someone else who might not care as much, yeah. like they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let me try that out. Mm-hmm. And they take that action, which mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. Yeah. As a kid, you just do it, right? Yes. You just go out, you go forward, you play, you have fun, and then yeah. you see how it comes. And so I think people um, who get stuck in those intrusive thoughts get par- who get actually paralyzed with not doing anything, um, assume that the people who are doing it aren't feeling the same feelings as them, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they're fearless, that they're more confident, that they just have some sort of innate skill set or motivation that helps them achieve what they want. And, um, you know, just with my own experience, I could say that that is not true. Like I starting the business, I was always always scared shitless Mm -hmm. scared ruminating thoughts about what people thought about me but because i had those thoughts i was like i need to get better like i just continued to show up on my stories and Mm -hmm. talk and there were days where i would say shit that were just so (laughs) dumb (laughs) that were just so dumb and i would force myself to just let the story sit yeah let it exist it's yeah. going to be gone in 24 hours anyways. And nobody is probably listening anyways. Yeah. Right? Like, those are some things that I would try to tell myself. Like, I would force myself to just let it sit. And over time, that helped, right? Mm-hmm. Tolerating those feelings. Mm-hmm. And they diminish over time. I still get them every now and then, you know, when I go on my stories and I say something and I'm like, oh, maybe I should have said that differently or in a different way. Yeah. But then they go, go away after yes. like a couple hours, right? Yeah. It's not like before where I was like, for like days. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, last Thursday yeah. I said this. Yeah. Like, last Thursday, that one person who might have been yeah. watching at the one exact time, I wonder how they felt. Yeah. <laughs> and but meanwhile, yeah. they're like living their lives without even thinking about yeah. me. It's almost like a little narcissistic to assume that people think that much about you. So yeah. I have to think about that as well. I have to talk myself out of it and say, Shantae, nobody is thinking about you like you're thinking about yourself and it's honestly true yes right um and i think a lot of our not our clients but just like you know people who get stuck in that mindset like a suit like they just don't want to be judged they don't want to be seen they don't they want to be hiding in the corner because Mm -hmm. if they're seen then they're going to be judged like it's just all of these thoughts it's just not true because nobody's paying attention (laughs) yes exactly yeah and then another thing too is um, something that's helpful for me is knowing that there's more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like we can always go in the example you're using on our story on Instagram and like, like 
two days from now or tomorrow or later tonight and like say it again if we wanted to mm-hmm. and use the words that we thought we mm-hmm. wanted to use that original time. Like it's not so set in stone. Right. Um, and I think that when we're in those moments, like sometimes we think like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I just have one try. Mm-hmm. But we really don't. We right. have an endless Mm-hmm. Oper- like if we look at it as different opportunities yeah um maybe we don't want to talk again on our story today but tomorrow we can uh try it again and like mm-hmm. keep practicing and mm-hmm. being flexible with it too like yeah okay well those aren't the word the exact words i wanted to use but maybe the per the one person yeah. that's listening like <laughs> yeah. they like it lands for them right or if yeah. it doesn't like they're probably scrolling on their phone for Not even if you yeah mm-hmm. and even if you scroll for like two minutes Mm -hmm. the amount of content that you consume in such a short amount of time is so vast that like you know the amount of time you're in someone's brain is so minimal right Mm -hmm. right yeah and you just have to keep doing the reps and these are things that we care about and so i think what's also important too is that we're talking about it because women feel this way right they Mm -hmm. feel like they're alone in this they feel like they're in their heads about it however humans just really want to connect so when we talk about it say it when we say like hey I really care about this this matters to me um I felt like I wanted to make an impression or I wanted to say this so that I could impact you did it like Mm -hmm. those questions and conversations are needed because that other person can go oh this is how I felt about it and then it creates conversation yeah instead of all being our own heads (laughs) and having this like fear which then causes like us not feeling as connected to each other and then us not feeling connected Mm -hmm. to ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's usually what Mm-hmm. Um, tends to happen with women who are struggling with things like their lifestyle habits or their mindset with their food with their bodies is because we've been like living in our own heads about it yeah yeah I love that the more conversation you can have with others and even asking them direct questions like that like how did how did how did you feel about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be that like simple it's just like how did that land with you mm-hmm. or what did you think about that um mm-hmm. And just, I think that in doing so, you continue to move forward and you build that momentum. Um, and before you know it, like, because of the reps, because of the practice, like, then it becomes your lifestyle and then it's mm-hmm. second nature and then it's not so effortful um, and you just show up. Yeah. Um it's a lot easier. Yeah. I remember, I love getting Instagram memories yes. because it's, it's just um, evidence on how much you've grown. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where back in like 2018 or 19, I don't know, whenever stories first came out, <laughs> um, I was just so quiet. And, then- and like my stories were 15 slides long. <laughs> You had a message. Yeah, I had a message. I had important things to say yeah. back then. <laughs> um, and I remember, like, my makeup looked awful, and I was just, like, so, like, just quiet in the way that I spoke and mm-hmm. timid, but I had apparently a lot of things to say. Um, and then just comparing to how I show up now, I'm much more confident, short, to the point. Um, it's just because I've had a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't allow those thoughts that were ruminating at that time to stop me from continuing to show up where I needed to show up. Same with like content. My content has changed so much over the years, especially recently. Um, And kind of following that same concept of 
letting go of what other people think. Um, it's hard, you know, being playful and trying new things in a public eye because not everybody is going to like and accept you. Yes. And so that has been a really great um, uh, opportunity for me to practice not caring, um, even though I do care. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do care, but it's a it's a good time for me to sit with it and be okay with caring, but then also practicing letting it go mm-hmm. because I can't let it affect my work because yeah. there is a specific reason why I'm changing my content and posting different things and saying specific things. Um, and it, at the end of the day, I mean, some people are going to resonate with it and some people aren't. And the people who aren't, they're not going to stay and they weren't meant to stay. Exactly. So it the is what people, it, is. it does resonate with. That's exactly who's meant right. to, to see it and right. to benefit from it right um i as i was hearing you talk with sometimes it being so scary to do to be playful in a such a public way Mm -hmm. um something i do is like i find something in my life that i can be playful with that's not public yeah (laughs) for example right now and and it's an ongoing skill that i practice right now i'm uh being creative Mm -hmm. and um, I wish I had my book down here, but I'll, I'll bring it down and show you uh, later. But I'm like drawing ghosts with like flowers on it <laughs> and like and practicing being creative in different ways. Like yesterday I went for a walk and was like actually like paying attention to everything I was seeing um, and being mindful about it. And, and so to me, one of the main reasons why I'm being creative in such a private way is because I want to be creative in a public way as well, more in front of people where they can witness it. But I'm at that point so sure of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that works for me. Sometimes like you just went straight for it. You're like, let's go. Let's be <laughs> yeah. playful in front of people. Um, but there's different ways to go yeah. at it. And I think that that's really important too is like, um, they're like the skill is the same, but how you practice your reps, how you mm-hmm. go about building that confidence mm-hmm. can look different from person to person. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is that we all connect on is that we were all, we did it with our values in mind. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for Shantae, it was freedom. For yes. Connection. Mm-hmm. What's your top value? My yeah. top value is, ooh, what is my top value? Mm-hmm. Let me look up what my value is. <laughs> I have them written down. Because one of the things as we do at the Paths of Goals is when we, even as a company too, right? We know about each other's values. We know about our company's values. And then we take in our clients' values when they join. Yeah, they do everything within what their values are. And it's interesting because most people don't know or don't think about it. Or while they know it, they don't actively go like, this action alliance to this is who I want to be. Absolutely. And so it's just so important to to be like, hey, this is how I want to act. And this is what I value my life. Yes. And then rooting into that when it becomes difficult, yeah. right? Because we don't all jump out of bed every morning like, oh, let's yeah. let's go, like do the scary thing, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but if we're connected to our values, um, then it then it's in service of, and that's what I remind my clients um, is like, yeah, I know that that might be a little tough, but hey, it's connected to this thing, and then it it. it Make, it makes for a shift in mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, I would say my top two um, values would be authenticity and vulnerability. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Being authentic. 
is actually one of our values mm-hmm. and practicals as well. Not allowing people to, you know, change who we are and yes. showing up as just who we are. And again, I mean, that kind of just goes by the people who vibe with us will stick yeah. around and the people who don't will leave. And that yeah. just is what it is. Yes. Yeah. And that it's, it's so interesting because in, in real life, like that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. But it's so different when it comes to social media and or even running a business. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and just remembering that you know someone you don't like, you don't necessarily want them around twenty four seven. They're gonna drag you down. Yeah. Um. Or or even if they don't drag you down, they're not helping propel you forward. Mm-hmm. Um. And so remembering that when um. For, for listeners out there who are, are active on social media, when you get tripped up on the um, algorithm mm-hmm. or, hey, I got a few people that unfollowed me this week and like that hurts and I get it, it does hurt. But like, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want that in real life? Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're in a group uh, in a room, right? Do you really want the people who are not connected to what you're saying um, to stay there? Like mm-hmm. they and and to view it from their point of view too. If they're not benefiting, like mm-hmm. their time, time is to me the most valuable thing we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would want every human on this earth to be spending their time doing things that bring them joy. Mm-hmm. And so if if someone has connected with me and is not, I'm not providing joy to them. Mm-hmm. Then like go find your joy. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I like that. It's also, um, yeah, but like just go back, like how disheartening it can be for somebody um, to not like you, not accept you um, with like the social media platform, because it's so funny, like how people can switch on you so quickly. Um, that's something that I was talking to one of my um, social media marketing coaches, mentors, whatever you want to call her. Uh, she's like, People just have a really she she calls people are weak. <laughs> That's what she said. I'm just gonna be honest, okay? She said people are weak. Yeah. She's like, um, you say one thing that pisses somebody off and they'll cut you off like that on social media specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was giving me a story about one of her clients, um, you know, has a a strong following of people that just freaking love her Mm -hmm. um but she posted this you know video one day sharing her opinion about obesity rates and coca-cola blah blah ton of people were messaging Mm -hmm. her i thought you were better than this and then like unfollowed her it's just like that one video because she had an opinion about something Mm -hmm. that people can turn so fast and um you know, people are people just don't have the patience to sit around and watch the evolution on like what you're going through mm-hmm. and like, you know. So th- I I have that in the back of my mind too. Like, damn, like, can I stick around for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stick around for a little bit yeah. to yeah. see if anything changed or yeah. got better. Yeah. Or uh, so that's a little annoying because people are so triggered these days. They yeah. cannot handle anything that that tugs on their little heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's like a catch twenty two, right? Like it's good that they left because they're obviously not your people, but at the same time, it's like really, really, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's important though that if you feel like you're on the side where you're getting frustrated on content, or if mm-hmm. you're getting mad, or if you feel something, it's such a good question to ask yourself: What makes you feel this way? Yeah. People tend to feel mad 
feel angry at other people or themselves. Yes. And then they just go, I'm mad. I'm done. I'm going to shut off. I'm going to avoid. I'm going to do something else to escape versus being like, well, what makes me mad about this? Yes. What do mm-hmm. I care about? What can I do about mm-hmm. it? Or how can I like help the situation, change the situation? And that's also going to help that person on the other side evolve because yes. a lot of people yeah. now, they just like scroll, scroll, scroll. And they're like, this makes me bad. Bye. And mm-hmm. like, they do something else. And so yeah. Yeah. I think that's important for if anyone is feeling also triggered or frustrated at certain yeah. things. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. People don't hold themselves accountable to yeah. their feelings. They expect everybody to cater to their feelings. Yeah. But when it comes to how they respond mm-hmm. to certain things, they hold very little accountability to themselves. So that's yeah. also frustrating, but not something that I can control. <laughs> right, right. And I think what Denise said about um, – asking ourselves that question, yeah. like, why do I feel this way? What about that makes me angry? Yeah. Um, I think that brings a moment of reflection mm-hmm. into exactly like what you were saying, like, okay, well, what is it that I care about here yeah. that maybe um, I can further explore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with emotions, right? When people feel good or bad, they kind of act upon it right away. And so mm-hmm. something as coaches we do, it's so interesting and funny because when women sign on with us they go like oh i'm here for like nutrition yeah yes we are so nutrition <laughs> but the important piece is like okay well let's let's really just work on pausing and listening to your body because mm-hmm. most of the time women who struggle with nutrition and yo-yo dieting mm-hmm. and all of that is it's just mindset right yeah. and not able to like pause and say okay this is my reaction how am i going to respond it's like immediate i don't like this feeling i'm going to do things i don't like and i don't like it and i feel mm-hmm. guilty and it just stacks upon each other versus saying like okay what do i I like about this. Yeah. Can I sit with this feeling for a little bit? What's the logical thing to do that's actually going to be helpful for me? And I think that's just important, like learning how to navigate emotions. And emotions yes. are just emotions. Exactly. It's really what you do after that's important. Mm-hmm. How you respond. Yeah. And I think that the, it's important to know that there's a difference between reacting and responding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's in that little moment before yeah. you do anything. <laughs> yeah. So you feel an emotion and then you like chill pause. for half a second. Yeah. <laughs> you chill, you pause. Yeah. So like something that um, we coach with our clients specifically is we teach them how to pause, breathe, look at it from a different perspective. What would this other person do that's going to be more helpful? Yeah, Perhaps that could be something that would be helpful to your younger self. Mm -hmm. So I'll even tell like our clients, like what you're about to do, what would you have four-year-old Jocelyn do? Yes. And they're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I would make sure she takes care of herself by doing this, this, and this. I'm like- Perfect. Now we're going to work on that. We're going to keep those reps up. And then everything else just flows in that naturally. Mm-hmm. But I think you also need someone to tell you that. Yes. Because you don't know what you don't know. And unless someone sees you mm-hmm. and says like, hey, this is what's going on right now. Let's work on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could be doing the same thing and like feeling stuck in, in that same um, type of mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Who would like to pick the next question? I'll do it. <laughs> there you go. It's one of my questions. Um, what would you like to accomplish by the time you retire? So what would you like to accomplish in your Ooh. career, your marriage, family, quality of life? Like where do you imagine oh yourself being at that time? I can talk about this all day. <laughs> I mean, we have this and we have another awesome coach on the team. Yeah, and he's coach Alyssa. <laughs> and I envision my life. Like- <laughs> so 
tell the drivers what what is Coach Alyssa's life? Coach Alyssa <laughs> is amazing. I feel like she's like another twin version of me, but like happier and more energetic. You can imagine that. You can imagine like the world is just full of life and yeah. joy. Yeah. And she has the most beautiful family and house and daughter. Yeah. And she loves coaching. So I imagine myself doing that, helping women. Because that's at such- 60? At 60. <laughs> we, we could still. We could help like It could be part-time. It could be like fun. Yeah. Uh, but just like living life with family and like mm-hmm. on our free time doing what we want. And, you know, just enjoying life and feeling like just good and free and comfortable is is something I imagine. Yes. Good, free, and comfortable. Hell yeah. That. What does free mean? That's a good question. <laughs> and it's a good question. Free, I mean, honestly, I feel this now. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, I feel that I can kind of do what I want without needing to have to, like, think about it too much in terms of, like, I just feel free. Like, I feel like I can live for me first and I want to make sure to continue that. Mm -hmm. But I do want to make sure I'm in a place where I can comfortably, like, give back to family if I want. Mm -hmm. If I want to, like, you know, make sure that they are stable in a home, that's something I can do. Yeah. Um, Because that's just so important for me. It's just, like, the people around me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. What about you, Jocelyn? Ooh, what about me? So once I am retired or, like, my time yeah. between now and Bridget. yeah, like what would you like to accomplish? Like by the time you're sixty, okay, in your career, family, all that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, let's start career. Mm-hmm. So I am going to write a book. Ooh, okay. and this book is going to be about um, mindset through the lens of my sister and I's relationship. Oh, I love that. Yes. And so I've written some chapters already, um, but I have big dreams for this book. So this book is, it's going to be, and I'm already a published author, believe it or not. So I wrote a poem when I was in eighth grade and it got published. Oh. Yeah. So, so technically I'm I'm already there. I've already met it. But this time it's going to be with a book. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be sharing my sister's legacy throughout it. Um, and so once it's published, like I'm going to be speaking around the world and sharing her message, sharing what the Thrive Movement is. Um, and so that that's coming for me. I love I'm going to do that. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing and inspiring. Yeah. That's, that's going to help so many people. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited and i know i have her rooting for me yeah um and so that's career wise family wise um i would love to travel a lot with family and like Mm -hmm. give back to my parents um so they actually have never really traveled i think they've gone up and down california and to vegas um but as far as like Hawaii or like I don't know East Coast you right. know mm-hmm. like they haven't had the ability to travel so I would love to be able to um, provide that to them and mm-hmm. get them to see more of the world because it's gorgeous out there mm-hmm. um, and let's see more family I so I dubbed myself a super auntie <laughs> so not quite mommy because mommy is still very much 
uh, present uh, in her unique way mm-hmm. um, and not quite just an aunt because right. there's more involvement that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love to be able to um, continue to be that super auntie for both Savannah and Sadie and to um, to just show them like how good life could be mm-hmm. or can be, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just be able to be present. And I think that that's when I first started my business, my the reason why I did it was so that I would have freedom of time so I could be with my sister as much mm-hmm. as possible. But now that she's not here, um, it's more so so I can be an active auntie and mm-hmm. be able to pick them up from school and drop them um, uh, drop them off at school and like go on fun like auntie niece dates and do things like that. So I envision my life to be even more of that uh, as they get older and as I get older um, and like have this beautiful blended family. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's going to make a huge impact on them later. Yeah. They're so lucky to have you. Like I'm awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- I'm lucky to have them. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, so lucky to have them. Aww. It's like having a piece of my sister still here. Yeah. Um, oh. When she was here, she would say that like her heart was out of her now. Like it was in her two daughters. Mm-hmm. And so to have a piece of her heart mm-hmm. still here is kind of neat. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you, Shantae? What's your life going to look like? Oh, it's not <laughs> as sentimental. <laughs> It's all good. Oh, damn. I should have prepared my own question. Um, I mean, I imagine obviously growing the path to goals to where the business is running itself. And I envision a company culture where everybody is living within their values, making the money that they want. Um, Motivated to work hard because they want to be there. And just impacting as many lives as possible. Um, I'm not, I don't have details on what that looks like, (laughs) but I just see it there at some point. Um, And then of course, with that, I have always wanted to give back to lower income communities. I mean, to be honest, the main motivation behind uh what why i wanted to start this was because i wanted to um provide some sort of support um for lower income families with their health and wellness and you know in neighborhoods that have limited access to these resources and um when so i had that as like my initial inspiration and idea but then started to realize as I was building the business that um, it's just really, unless you're a nonprofit, it's mm-hmm. really hard for yourself to make a living mm-hmm. in that type of setting. And so I kind of made the decision like, okay, help yourself first before you help other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just like where my mindset's at. So I want to get to a place where the business is running itself, but I could use that extra income to start a nonprofit to help yes. those communities. I love that. Um, and I, um, I envision my husband and I just traveling and, you know, um, exploring the world and, you know, leaving the kids behind. (laughs) (laughs) 
with the grandmothers. Yeah, I'm leaving them with the, doing their own thing. Don't bother us. We're retired. We have done our our thing with you, and now you figure the rest of yourself. Um, but yeah, as far as like my my family, my family's the same. Um, they just haven't had the ability or opportunity mm-hmm. to travel a lot, and I would love to, you know, pay off any debts that they have, and you know. Um, give them trips to places and yes. have them have a you know healthy and um, stable retirement and you know so I would love those things as well. So. I love that yeah. so much because I think women for sometimes can forget and just be so consumed by work mm-hmm. and this mindset of like duty and yeah. like I need to do this or else. Like from a scarcity mindset, I would say, because I definitely can remember when I was still in my workplace recently. And now that I'm here, I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) come here faster, you know, like, yeah, but it's so hard to see when you're stuck there, which is important to ask these questions on like what truly matters to you. And which is why when Shantae was talking about the business, I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool, but I don't feel like it's like a work thing, yes. right? feel awesome. like it's just life and very integrated and very meaningful and purposeful, mm-hmm. which is so important, again, to like, what are your values? How do you want to live your life? Exactly. And if it doesn't feel right right now, like, yeah. trust that gut instinct and care for you first mm-hmm. or else Absolutely. this job in this place, yes. this environment will keep you in that darkness. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. We all come from an industry that had culture like that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that what motivates both Denise and I to create a company culture where people want to be there. Yes. People want to be there and are motivated to um, to create something for themselves within, Absolutely. within the path to goals, yeah. right? So they can see a vision for themselves as mm-hmm. they grow with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and where they're able to explore creativity and have fun yes. and be playful, like that was something that was limited in the oh, yeah. field that we came from. Absolutely. You know, every it was very rigid. Yeah, like. very rigid. <laughs> every idea was turned oh, down. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And then nothing happened after that. Yeah. So after so many years of, you know, living like that, you're like, fuck this. I could do this shit myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that for some people, I really like the question that you like ask yourself this question because if you're not, then it does lead to this state where you're burnt out like yeah. that's what it took for me to like even like realize that I wanted to do something different it was like I was going through burnout not one time but multiple times and was just like I'm sick and tired of feeling this way I thought that changing where I was working would fix the issue but it's mm-hmm. it's not a them I mean it is a them issue to a certain degree mm-hmm. but like I still have control yeah over my choices and so then that was one deciding factor of okay well I'm done working in this way and I am going to create um a business and a way of working that's fueling because uh, when when we talk about like taking care of yourself first that's where we create our bandwidth that's mm-hmm. where we create our and, and like uh, recharge just like we recharge our phone we ourselves need to be recharging ourselves on a regular basis mm-hmm. so that we have energy mm-hmm. so then we're not just showing up physically to the places and the job and our work and whatever else we're showing up to, but our energy, like we're bringing our energy to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's such a big 
difference in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we run ourselves to the ground, yes, you can show up, but it's it's not from a place of like overflow is mm-hmm. how I think about it. Like, you know, that common like fill your cup first mm-hmm. There's like an en- empty cup and then you fill your cup first. Mm-hmm. Well, I would love to have people's cups be so full Mm -hmm. that like what they give to other people is overflow. It's not from their cup. They're not emptying their cup to give to other people. Right. It's literally like I have so much goodness. Yes. That like here, have it, you know, and you're still full. Mm -hmm. Um, You're still so energized by that. And I think that it's really important that like the way we do that is by being in alignment with Mm -hmm what is important to us mm-hmm. and, and like we're seeing our values mm-hmm. um, and getting clarity on what is important and and knowing that it's different from person to person yeah like there might be some similarities some overlap but um everyone's values are unique as well yeah to them. i think too um we just have a just we're just living in an amazing time of life where we have so much access mm-hmm. to apps and yeah resources and um, just different ways of learning and consuming information and building a life that we want that our parents didn't have, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes I wonder if all of this abundance of resources just keeps people stuck, right? Too many choices mm-hmm. yeah. can make you feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. and in your head and not know where to go and take action. Therefore, you just shut down and accept where you're at versus like, okay, what can I utilize at my at my fingertips right now? I mean, we live in America, yes. uh, so we have a lot of opportunity yes. here. Um, and like I said, a different generation where um, we just have it a little, a lot easier than what our parents did. And so um, I think, you know, if you're not living the life that you want, I mean, take advantage of what's available to you. Yes. Um, I mean- I get a lot of BCBAs asking me how I got started. And I'm like, started <laughs> posting shit online, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. And I mean, it evolved. Yeah, and it yeah. evolved. It's like, I understand people's desire to want to have a roadmap and mm-hmm. answers and mentorship and coaching and like, oh, just tell me like the steps that you took. And I mean, I could tell you, but I mean, I was in the place where I was looking for those answers as well, but I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted. Yes. And so then... I was like, okay, well, I did talk to a couple people, but they're not doing what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's not exciting enough for me. And so I'm just going to do my own thing and try some stuff out and see what happens. And that's part, part of, you know, play, yeah. being playful, like being Absolutely. curious, like, okay, well, what happens if I start posting online and start trying these different things and start yeah. showing up and, you know, everybody, most everybody, you know, if you have a phone, you have access to the internet, you have access mm-hmm. to apps and you know, Instagram. Yeah. Start there. Start just posting things that you're thinking about that inspire you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, yeah. So absolutely. I think that um, if you are feeling stuck and unsure on what to do, um, you really just have to take some time and effort to explore like what options are available to you mm-hmm. because there are for mm-hmm. everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What options are available and what's like one step to get you there? Yeah. You know? 
if that if that option seems terrifying, like yeah. let's break it down. <laughs> yeah, stop waiting for people to give you answers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the answers are as cheesy as this sounds. They're always within us. Yeah, and it's it's only a matter of time before mm-hmm. we figure that out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whether we decide to wait till we're sixty and mm-hmm. we're retired and we're like, okay, well, no one ever told me the answer. Right. Um, or we decide today, like, hey sure that person out there that i'm seeing like it looks like they have all the answers maybe i can talk to them have a conversation Mm -hmm. but then let me use that knowledge and like figure it out for myself yeah like what and i think that knowing what's important to you in addition to like if you wanted to um inquire with that other person Mm -hmm. um but then seeing okay how would this look like for me and what's exciting Mm -hmm. for me and like the impact i want to be making yeah um and again bringing in that creativity oftentimes like people want something fresh and Mm -hmm. new and and maybe not looking for the right answer is the answer Mm -hmm. because it allows you to create something that um potentially hasn't been done or maybe it's an improvement on mm-hmm. something that has been done a hundred times yeah god there's so many problems in the world pick a problem solve it there you go there's your answer <laughs> like yeah. there's yeah. i mean if you're frustrated with the field that we come from i'm gonna get, I mean, there's a million problems that you could solve within the field mm-hmm. pick one stick to it and try to come up with practical solutions to solve that specific problem that's what business is yes it's solving one specific problem and making it easy enough for people to do it consistently over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. People always have a choice. I think they yes. get that. Because yes. the immediate reaction yes. is, I can't. Like, I can't. This is not possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to because they're, like, stuck onto this thought. And mm-hmm. then so, like, just change it. Like, change it to, like, I will not do it. Mm-hmm. And then how does that sound to you? Or this yeah. is not a priority for mm-hmm. me. Not that I don't have time or I, you know all of that, when you start to change your language, the way you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. you figure out that like you have a choice right now. And I think what's so sad is that people wait until like a big epiphany or when mm-hmm. they're sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a lot of my, a lot of women that we work with might go like, oh, I went to my doctor and like, they actually told me everything you told me <laughs> and now I'm ready to work on it. And it's like, your life happens in micro shifts. Mm-hmm. Your life happens yes. in little moments and little choices if you pay attention mm-hmm. and just like understand that every single moment you do and every single day is a choice mm-hmm. and exactly. don't wait for like this big, you know, thing that happens because that's what most people will wait for. Yeah, big change. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a big thing. A big thing to happen. And then it's like, then you get to the moment where you're like, oh shit, I could have started that yeah. sooner. <laughs> you know, like, why did I wait? But, yeah. but I mean, at least at this point, yeah, it happens. Yeah. And you did at that point choose to do something different. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that is a great reminder that we have choices. We can make choices all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, like the opportunity is there all day mm-hmm. long um, to make choices to start living a life that is better for us and yeah. whatever that means for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually had a question for you guys. Um, thinking of the path to gold. Um, <laughs> that's, I'm an OG. OG. I'm an OG. Yeah. Okay. So I was that one person that would watch her stories in what, 2017? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes. And just to give you guys a little background, my the business used to be called the path to gold because my last name is gold. And then it changed in 2021, I think, to goals. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, so I just had a little splint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, thinking of the path to goals, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give someone who's like sick of yo-yo dieting or maybe they're like, I'm doing all the things, but I'm stuck. I'm not seeing the progress that, um, you know, I, I'm not where I would like to be. <laughs> yeah, I would say and ask you a question, sit or, okay, I guess to answer this question, it would be, what is the actual problem under this yo-yo dieting? Like, and what is the root of it? Because yo-yo dieting is stems from all or nothing mindset, right? Mm -hmm. you, you are super restrictive with your food because we've learned from our past, right? Our moms, our aunts, or even social media that food is good or bad. And then it has made us feel bad about ourselves. Yeah. And then we start to put meaning to things. Mm. And then, then we go to, okay, I'm going to cut everything out because I don't feel good in my body. I don't yeah. like the way it is. And so it's never really about the food. It's never really about um, what's happening. It's more about like what's inside of you, if that makes sense. Like how we're thinking about how it. We're thinking yeah. about it. Um, and then also, I think so too, just like understanding what nutrition really is. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women have a hard time and they still do with what actual nutrition is and mm -hmm. what it does for a body, how losing weight works, yes. losing weight and losing fat is completely different. Yeah. And I think most women we work with when they're ready for like body composition and strength goals, it's so important that they can view it in a neutral place. Mm -hmm. Like neutrality like I get oh. my energy but when we need to work on the other things it's important that we do so and that it takes time yes it's not just like you know a quick 12 weeks or a quick one year it mm -hmm. takes a lot of time because it took a lot of time to learn uh, so I think that is something I would say but yeah is there anything else you would add? no I mean that was perfect yeah I mean I think a lot of the frustration with women who get stuck in yo-yo dieting is lack of patience mm-hmm um, unaware that they're not just not aware that they are yeah. stuck in the cycle. Like they, they, uh, they know it, but they're not aware of what the actual problem is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so it's hard for them to take different action because it's the only action that they actually know. Yes. And yeah. then, um, once they start to understand, okay, I need to get out of this. I need to learn a more sustainable approach. Then I think the process is, frustrating because it's it's a long time it's mm -hmm. longer than they mm -hmm. want and longer than they imagine I definitely know what that feels like but yeah. I mean it's just it is what it is you yeah. got yourself in this mess you gotta get yourself yeah. out of it you're in then for the long haul yeah 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 and if you're saying that this is like your new life now yeah like that's also like a mindset shift mm -hmm. that took me years to learn yeah years to learn because I had really bad body image issues for years and I actually remember the day that I realized <laughs> that I, this like, oh, this is like a forever thing. And this, yeah. is just, yeah. <laughs> this isn't just like, you know, for this year. Um, and it honestly wasn't that long ago. It was like five, like four or five years ago. Um, but I noticed that I was thinking about my body less. Yeah. And that's what triggered it for me. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't obsessed over my body. I was just going through my workout. Mm -hmm. And I, it was such a profound like epiphany moment for me because I actually text Alyssa and, you know, a friend at that yeah. time. Hey, guys, guess what I just <laughs> thought of? <laughs> They're like, you're outbreaking the news. <laughs> I know. It's like. It's like, you know, that ex-boyfriend that you can't stop thinking about yeah. Yeah. Like in your head and you're yeah. like, oh, like I, I love him so much. I'm never going to let him go. <laughs> and then one day you're like, 
who? <laughs> like, what was his <laughs> name again? <laughs> it felt like that. It felt yeah. like, oh, I haven't thought about him, my mm-hmm. body, in a really long time. Interesting. Yeah. And so I, I realized at that time, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, like, in a better spot. And now I understand that this isn't, like, I'm going to be doing this year in and year out forever. Yes. This is just who I am. This is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, um, everything felt so much more nice, like yeah. more enjoyable. Yeah, like the I, pressure's taken off. The pressure's taken off. Yeah. Like there is no timeline. It's good to have goals, short-term goals, mm-hmm. something that you're working towards, something that's motivating you. But at the same time, you have to also understand that after that, you still have to keep going. Yes. Right? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Okay, let's uh, have Denise pick a question. Okay. Okay. What's something you've always wanted to do but haven't yet? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, my gosh. I have to think about it. (laughs) That was your question? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know. I have to think about it, too. (laughs) I can go. Okay. Um, I'm always figuring out what I want to do and haven't done yet. Okay. And I will like oh nice up for it. Okay. So currently Woo! I signed up for a half marathon. However, I want to do a full marathon. Yes. So that's, oh my gosh. Whoa. That is so exciting. I'm yeah. excited for you. Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay. So it's in the works. Yeah, in the works. Yeah. In the works. Yeah. It's so funny because I talked to my boyfriend Andy and I signed up for this half marathon. He's like, You're always just looking for something to do. <laughs> He's like, I bet you're gonna do a marathon after, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And then what? You're gonna go a hundred miles hiking and I just drive along with triathlon. I'm like, maybe <laughs> David Goggins. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. Love that. I love that too. I'm still thinking. Do you have one? Mm. Always wanted to do. Um I've always wanted to live in a different country. Oh, yes. Yeah. I agree. Like Costa Rica or like Panama. Yeah. Kind of? Sorry, I'm taking over. No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. That was just <laughs> exciting <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure where. I mean, my husband, he works um, for the federal government, so he has the opportunity to work anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. It just depends. It depends. Um, we're actually going to go to Colombia for our baby moon to check it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool just for the culture, the experience uh, for a couple years. But I guess, you know, some of my fears behind that is, um, you know, leaving. I'm really comfortable where I'm at. <laughs> Let's just say that. I'm really comfortable with where, I at, where I'm at. I love my house. I love my neighborhood. I love my life. And so just like changing that um, is a little fearful. But I love the idea of spending more time in a diverse um, country where we can learn, especially you know, when we're having kids, like they can grow up in that type of uh, environment and absorb the culture and um, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Yes, that's mm-hmm. exciting. Well, maybe I'll join you. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I'll just like be yeah. like there. Yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, I think that you inspired me to. I, I've always like 
I think before I went to college, I mean, I didn't even move away that far. I went to Azusa Pacific University, which is like 45 minutes from home. Uh Um, And, but I would like to move to like Panama or Costa Rica or like someplace where I could be off grid. Mm, like yeah. but short term like yeah. six months a year <laughs> yeah but like live off the land type of off grid yeah that's that is like exciting to me and i've wanted to do something like that since my early 20s so yeah 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 it's gonna happen with yeah i just had yeah like a hippie there's yeah. like a really big hippie inside yeah. me <laughs> i don't like share it yeah. with the masses yeah. but like i'm a hippie at heart um it. I just have to convince Steve. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, see you next month. He's up in the video. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that would be it. And then I also want to like get super comfortable with like looking at what I have in the fridge or the pantry and like whipping up something like culinary, like amazing. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So those are my two things. I love it. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Awesome. So as we wrap up, um, I wanted to ask each of you, what does thriving mean to you? Thriving. Thriving. Uh Um, To me, it just means showing up as my best self in all of the areas that I care about. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. I mean, it kind of goes back to everything that we talked about, but filling your cup first means that you get to do more things that you love in a way that feels authentic and meaningful to you. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what comes to mind when I think of thriving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's always changing. I yeah. mean, every day I'll give you a different version of a thriving yeah. means to me, yeah. so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> How about for you, Denise? Yeah, I think it's just to continue to live in alignment with my values, showing up as me, who I want to be, be playful, be curious. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm thriving every day I wake up yes. now. Like I get so excited to wake up. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's important. I think that's something that I now have a sense of urgency mm-hmm. to tell people or to help people. And some of the clients, if they're listening, I ask pretty uncomfortable questions at times mm-hmm. because I have this urgency when I like look at my past self when I wasn't thriving. I'm like, yeah. look at this, show this, I'm going to get you here. And so mm-hmm. now that I'm here, I think, it's just to continue to, you know, show up as myself, um, follow the promises I make to myself. That feels yes. really good. And that also helps just build my confidence, mm-hmm. practicing the reps and all of that. So I would say that's what thriving to me. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you both for sharing. Um, I think my definition today of what thriving is, is the whole concept of like really taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I started therapy again last this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, Jocelyn, you need to nourish yourself. And oh. so I think for me, like that's what thriving is, is to in every day find ways and create ways to really nourish mm-hmm. uh, myself. And that is what thriving means. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So very last question. I want to make sure the thrivers know how to stay connected with you both, with the path to goals um and so how can they do that well instagram is our main platform i mean that's where we stay connected with everybody we're very active on instagram so at the path to goals.com or no at the path to goals that's it on instagram 
And then as far as their website, it will be www.thepathtogoals.com. Um, it's just in development right now. Um, we have a private Facebook group. Um, I think that's about it. All three platforms. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Well, thank you. I have had such a blast. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. All right, Thrivers, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>